Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's going on, everyone? I'm Magically Average. That is the Frazzle Frankfurter. And today we are on Baka Bites talking about the taboo topics in anime. Uh, we should start off with a quick trigger warning. There's going to be some things that we're going to be mentioning that have been shown in recent and previous anime that might be a bit too much for some people to listen to. Um, so just a forewarning that there's going to be some topics, again, since this is some of the taboo issues that are talked about in anime, we're going to be discussing. So please be warned ahead of time. Now, with all the disclaimers out there, Mr. Frantic Frazzled just another f word frankfurter how are you how, how are you fanatic um uh, i am you said frazzled i would say just exhausted i've been preparing for a move for a while and last week uh thursday through sunday i was at QuakeCon, which is just a video game convention where you're at a byoc or which is bring your own computer and basically spent four days straight just playing video games which sounds great on paper but sitting in one spot for very long periods of time can be a bit much on your health. You know, it is okay. So, to, it is okay to stand up and and walk even during a convention. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know you don't. Anyway, um, but yeah, no. I really the reason why I've been exhausted is because we are prepping for a move, which is happening next week. So as you have seen and heard, I've been pretty kind of empty in this room because empty of inside. the that too. Um, because there's nothing literally in this room anymore, minus what you see behind me, essentially. So minus minus a speaker and a big bottle of wine. That yeah, that just is now our coin holder. Um <laughs> so but yeah, no, basically just the shelf that you can kind of see on my right, camera's left, um, all that jazz. So yeah. just been exhausted yeah, from yeah. that. So hopefully Adult stuff. Yeah, I will not be on podcast for two weeks because of Whoa! it. So yeah, I know. Um, so I'll be back in a couple of weeks after this episode. But taboo topic. Yeah. Taboo anime topic. Yeah. So this came up because in well, I should also preface this by saying there are going to be some spoilers for current anime as well, so be warned. Um, came up when I was watching a an, a, the recent episode of Mashoku Tensei, and it's not something that's unique to Mashoku. Like plenty of other isekai anime have have gone over this um, in varying ways too. But it got me on the the train of like, I wonder if there's just new like themes, topics, you know, motifs, whatever you want to call them, 
that people today find to be unappealing and crude, whereas maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago they weren't viewed as much just because it was you know you know it was it was literature it was art it was whatever you want to call it um and then it actually happened when i was watching an episode of dark gathering today where there was a warning even ahead of time like hey this this episode is going to show you this be advised and i'm like okay cool Uh, thank you for the heads up um most don't do that but i forget what show it was there they did something where it was taboo and then at the very end of the episode they're like if you know anybody who is suicidal please have them yeah it was like why not put that in the front of the episode well that's what the dark gathering one was so to hop into it the the most recent episode of dark gathering or no the fifth episode so the second to last episode uh was about a spirit and dark gathering is all about spirits and the occult and stuff. But the, the premise of the episode was that there was a spirit that was possessing students at this university that the main characters attend to go and commit suicide, like mass suicide in this one building. And like the, the whole history of it was like, there's always this one club activity group that it, they changed their name they're always unidentifiable, but you can tell that they're the group because the the person who's the president or the leader of it is named like Nagoyama or something. I don't know. It's the go. It's the Insert spirit's name, name here. Yeah. Yeah. But they they show like the whole. There's a whole scene where it's like student after student getting tripped off the chair, like noose around neck. Just, mm. You know, like it, it's 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 not like grotesque or gory or anything but it's pretty intense and jarring to see yeah. it and then there's like a struggle between our main character and the spirit who's possessing a student where like the noose is over he's like duct taped on the mouth and stuff but like the 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 interesting twist to it all was that the the spirit would possess the students and tempt them and so they would like willingly commit suicide which is a very like yeah, it's a weird take on the topic of suicide because in in most anime that feature it, it's you know a, a someone who is going through some mental or emotional problems or distress or even illness, and... kind of like Oshinoko. Right, Oshinoko is an example. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of of anime out there that again on the topic of this in, in, that portray it in a certain fashion, but it's normally like the character goes through a sequence of events that results in their, their decision to willingly um, commit suicide. Whereas this one, it's like, Oh no, they're possessed. So they're just like doing it because a, a ghost is telling them. And it's like, it still has that same effect, but I guess it's not the same in the sense that, you're like, oh, they're getting control. That's even worse to a degree, I guess, because they don't want to do it. But still, yeah. it's it's something where when I was watching it, I was like, man, it's this is a very, very tricky, touchy thing to get across, especially to Western viewers. And it is something that I feel like was more prominent in, like, middle 2000s uh early 2010s animes where they would talk about suicide or show things of suicide and not even necessarily glamorize it but like characters would just talk about it nonchalantly biggest two that come to mind uh right now are one that's currently airing which they've kind of strayed away from it in later seasons but in the first season of bungo stray dogs one of the main characters is just, like, always trying to find a way to, like, kill himself painlessly, essentially, mm. and just always fails at it. Um, so it, that one, when I remember first watching it, like, I think that was the early 2010s. It's like th- something like that subject wasn't as prevalent. It wasn't as, like, put out there on, you know, social medias and whatnot, and yeah. you weren't hearing about it. Nearly as much as, you know, you do now. So now when watching that and thinking back is like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then um, another one that comes to mind that I'm just like, is more egregious in the fact that it is basically a character trait is that I just recently watched Dura Ra Ra, 
and one of the characters is obsessed with humans to the point where he would go on to like online chats and join like suicide packs with people like meet up with them in person and then just kind of like debunk why they're actually depressed and suicide because he loves humans and loves to see their reactions and it's just like so fucking weird but outside yeah. like them doing it once in the very beginning of the show it more so goes back to the like uh, why he's obsessed with you know humans rather than just like suicide as a as a whole so it's weird that like yeah it's just one of those things that nowadays if you see an episode there's something either before or after the episode of saying like hey Make sure you check on your friends and whatnot. I think it was Oshinoko, by the way, that issued the warning immediately after um, and not before the episode. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, it would have kind of ruined the episode. The kind of surprise, not necessarily yeah. to call it a surprise, but to... to, to the, the twist. Cliffhanger. The yeah. cliffhanger, we'll call it. Yeah. And so everything that you're saying, too, it it, it sort of kind of draws back to my initial like line of questioning when I was going through this topic and, and figuring out like nice crack a cold one. Um like trying to figure this out what we were keyboard. Gonna... Oh, oh. <laughs> I could yeah. just smack it over in a nice uh, No it was flat and I was like why is it flat and I forgot to <laughs> fold the flaps up or whatever so it's like tilted. Sound like a Anyways. chiropractor is just <laughs> snapping your back. Um back to the original reason why you brought this topic up. Yeah. Well cuz I was thinking over it and I, and I'm like, yes, these topics are definitely touchy and they're, they make people uncomfortable. They're not easy to portray and talk about because there's a level of like, it just kind of feels wrong to a degree. But in the same sense, I don't necessarily think that they should be banned or it should be frowned upon if an anime shows it because let's face it, like anime does portray in, in to some extent like real world issues and and one of those is mental illness and emotional illness and suicide and and you know that's not something that's uncommon now i i would say i would i should follow it up by saying there is a an appropriate way and a very unethical just completely wrong way to do it um and i don't think in my experience i've ever had that happen but it's just i know it's something where people will get very off put it's again we put a warning at the beginning of this episode it's it's very triggering to some whether it's because they've experienced it firsthand or through friends and family or what have you like it's it's definitely not something that is easy to get across to most but it is it's an issue that we face in society so I don't think it's necessarily wrong for them to portray it. And I don't think we should force studios or like content creators to shy away from it. But it's, it is important to note that they should be doing it in an ethical manner, in a manner at which it's not like they're not to what you were saying before, like glamorizing it or doing any like weird like like fascination of it. it it should be something to where it's you know you're doing it in a in a positive not a positive light excuse me they're you're doing it in a light that reflects what society views it and how society is handling it and not this Somewhat sort of like relatable. fantastical yeah it it should be something that's you know you people watching it can can to some degree realize like yes this is a real world problem this is an issue even you know that you know, I could be facing or other friends and family could be facing or whoever, whomever. Um, yeah. I think when you get to the areas where it's like, they're starting to like make it fantastical or like you said, again, like I like the word glamorizing it is where it becomes really problematic and where I would, I would label it as taboo at that point. Yeah. And I think um, there's one, I was trying to think and it finally hit me what it was. There is a Junji Ito story, and I don't know if it's been adapted into anime or not, um, called Black Paradox. And it's all about like a, a suicide group who then just random like weird shit just starts happening to them. And they don't know if they had passed away or if they're still alive. 
and you know just this weird shit's happening to them i think when you handle it something like that where it is kind of a plot device it is something that needs to be very weary about and very like handled very delicately right compared to like if you are just making a character who is suffering through something and you know meets a friend group or meets a friend and like you know i think there's a there's a big difference of using it as a plot hook and just a character hook right um and i think that you see it a lot more in character hooks than you do in plot hooks um i do will say that uh the i think it's i think it's called black paradox if i'm not mistaken by junji ito phenomenal story if you if you can get past it being a plot hook of like a suicide pact it is a phenomenal story it is fantastic it is junji ito at its best but yeah um i like this is just one of many kind of um uh, taboo topics and i yeah. think one of the more prevalent ones that we are seeing now, in my opinion, because you see it outside of anime too, and I'm just going to say it now, is just incest. Um, I, you, I was trying to think. I was like, what is he going to say? And when you said you outside, s- I was like, well, it's got to be incest then. <laughs> yeah, it's it's because you see this whole fascination on, like, I don't know if you watch yeah. porn or not, but if you watch porn, it is everywhere. Just the stepbrother, stepsister type thing let alone just, like, my brother or my sister. Yeah. And that's, like, a huge thing that, like, there is a whole anime genre of it, let alone, you know, hentai genre of it. But, like, anime genre, there's a... I mean... Yeah. I would have to look up the list, but I know, like, off it's, the top of my it, head, like, a few shows, it's just... It's not. I don't know. It, to me, that is the one that, like... I don't know if it's a culture thing. I just don't get it. Not my thing. If it's yours, that's consent, please. But don't. But don't. Yeah, that one, it's in the same vein to to what you were saying with the, on the suicide topic, which is like, there's a stark difference when it's a a character hook versus a plot hook. Because there's there's tons of characters in anime that have like the, the quote unquote like sister complex or brother complex and they use it as like a comedic thing. It's still a little you're you're like you're still a little creeped out, right? You're still watching, you're like, mm, I don't like what's going I think, on. I think the only time I haven't been creeped out by it is the current show that I'm watching, which is Black Clover, and it's just like this guy's just obsessed with his little sister. But oh the, yes. The fact that he keeps saying it and it's not like a weird sexual thing, it's like well, I just want my little sister to be the happiest person alive. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, sweet intentions, but the fact that he gets a bloody nose every time is a little uh <laughs> it's, yeah. He is he is by far my least favorite character, but fair enough. Like at least it's like, okay, this isn't as bad as it could be. Yeah. What was the um what was the anime that you we had reviewed for Baka Co that they're like in school and it's like the dumb dumb class and then they have like the like the little oh Baka and Test Baka and Test yeah the main character's sister older sister has like a brother complex with him yep and there's like really weird scenes where you're just like not necessary like it's just very very awkward and that's that's brother sister right but again I think it plays out like in an acceptable manner because it is one character. It is a, a one particular trait in this character and it's not grotesque or obscene. Like they're not going to like fully sexualize it to, to a degree because it's obviously like being shown on TV. Like they, they they're going to have to be mild about it. it. It's but it's still at its core, like quite incesty. <laughs> um, yeah. The one anime that I've watched recently that, Albeit was like done well story wise, still very creepy. That had the plot hook of the brother sister was um, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. Oh yeah, which I was you watching that? Yeah, which was again like they got around it to a degree where it was like the main character and the well the two main characters really the boy and the girl had dated in middle school broke up and then after their breakup 
their parents got together. So it started off as like this, like we hate each other, you know, like just standard exes battling because they're petty and they're, you know, entering in high school and that's rebellious years to then slowly, but surely episode to episode, they're like starting to realize why they fell in love with each other in the first place and then get into situations where like, Oh, I, I tried to help you and I'm on top now. And I'm like, oh, good God, it's still wrong. I know you dated before your parents got married, but it's your step bro, step sis. It's, it's in the yep. family kind of, please don't like, yeah. And there, ugh. it's just, yeah, it really just a degree of how bad is the show or how bad is this character that they're like, you know, they're portraying. Cause like, yeah, you have the guy from Black Clover. You have the guy that you were just describing from the show that I've already forgotten. Oh, the sister and then from Bakken like, Test? Yeah, yeah. And then you have, like, Yuri Breyer from Spy Family. Yeah. Which he's, like, uh, the, he's the comedic relief in a weird way. Like, he is comedic relief because he's kind of the loud, boisterous character of, like, get away from my sister. But he's also, like, is your sister. Is kind of like weird, yeah. And it's, I also forgot this is two for two. Bungo Stray Dogs has a sister brother sister <laughs> complex God. as well. That show is all like that show is taboo nation. I feel <laughs> like minus like cannibalism. No, well, okay. Well, at least it doesn't have cannibalism. At that point, I would just be like, you just gotta drop it. I still need to watch the newest season because <laughs> I do love that show. That show is very good. Yeah, it's got everything you like in it. Incest, exactly. You know, Wincest and uh, character. Yeah, Jeez. and a character who's just, uh, you know, I mean, hey, look, Game of Thrones is one of the most successful shows of all time. Yeah, yeah. Had a lot of well, Wincest in there. Okay, so I'm glad you actually brought that up because it's going to segue. <laughs> it segues great into the next sort of taboo thing, thing that's brought up in anime, uh, which is slavery. And slaves, and owning mm. slaves, and buying slaves, uh, which is something that happened in the most recent episode of Mashoko Tensei. Um, yeah, it's so really weird. This is yeah, this is something that I've always struggled with so much because it's like because but you see, Tyler, it, it's a fantasy world. I don't. Uh, so okay, uh, there's a lot of places I can start, but I'm going to start with one where I. I based on a thread I saw online. So I can't remember what anime it was. Actually, you know what? I think it was like um, the dungeon harem one that came out oh, where the main yeah, character yeah. just buys slaves and they become a harem. And it's like, there there's like a, a censored version, a slightly uncensored version, and then a fully uncensored version because people are just too horny. Um, and I think it was right around that came out where there was a thread that was talking about how it's like portraying, slaves in an anime is acceptable if the main character's main mission is to abolish slavery or to and to free them or to like hunt down the the human traffickers or whatever like the, basically their argument was like it, it's it's still not appropriate and it's it's still very very taboo and unsettling to see being portrayed but if it is going to be you have to have your main character fight for something that is going to you know free them or, or save them or you know comp you know actually battle against the oppressors or, or you know whomever is actually controlling the market like that has to be their objective and in, in in some anime one being that dungeon one that i can't remember the name of uh our dude kind of does the opposite, where he just goes fucking head and dick deep into the 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 slave market, and it's just like I'll handle the whole like getting rid of that later. But right now, I kind of want to bang them real bad. Yeah. <laughs> the show is called Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm I'm looking go. up shows because I'm like there's so many shows that I know have it and I'm like blanking on everything because yeah. well, I'm like, just okay. exhausted. So like um uh reincarnated as a sword. Like that has slaves. 
Yeah. The, 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 the character, the girl, the cat girl that gets the sword, um, she starts off as a slave and like they run into a monster. She finds the sword and then she basically kills them. And I think her mission was basically just to kind of go around and like, Help. Her mission was to level up as much as she can, so her rate, like, so she can evolve. Because nobody, as a black cat, like the species of black cats, have never evolved. Like other, like a human, whenever they level up, they will evolve into like a barbarian or warrior yeah, yeah. or whatever. And yeah. then black cats have just never done that. So it was like her goal to level up to be the first of her kind to evolve. Yeah, and I think we we also saw it. Um... Like in the, I I want to say the first season of Mashoko Tensei as well, but it's I don't remember. I thought it was it at the seaport. I thought it was at the seaport, but I could be wrong. It could but, have happened. Regardless, though, this is this is a, a very no. It's not even. I don't want to say common. It is. It is something that comes up. It is a trope. Yeah, it is a trope. It is a trope. It is for, for most... fantasy for fantasy sh- shows. It is definitely a trope. Fantasy because you, isekai. You have, yeah, yeah, like well. I feel like inherently all isekai are fantasy. Well, no, I mean, like, because you have shows like, um, like Don Machi. That's not an isekai, which it's fantasy. It's not an isekai. That is fantasy. They They're... could have. They could have. Sl- like, it's it is it's the portrayal of a period of time when it was not uncommon, where the the that the ownership of of slaves was something to where people would basically pay off their debts by throwing their loved ones and children into the market to be owned by others. Yeah. Which like, I think one of the big shows like that is rising of the shield hero. Yeah. That's cause one of the main reptilia reptilia. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she's technically a slave. Yeah. So, so is the chicken bird girl thing. <laughs> I don't know why hearing you say that just, it made me chuckle. The fucking chicken bird thing, woman. I don't know, but yeah, it's just so it's it's always a struggle for me because again, like it's it's not an easy thing to portray, right? Like yeah, be living living in the United States and knowing the history here in the United States and I mean truthfully and around the world, right? There's there wasn't the United States that was the only one. It was it was something that many other empires around the world had had done as well in in the olden days um it's just it's still something that is always extremely difficult to get across in a manner that is not going to cause a complete like disgusting revolting reaction from the viewers in my opinion Right. Like some people might just be watching it and it just kind of goes, it, they just gloss over it. Like it's not a big deal. They've seen enough. It's, it's, there's no issue. You know, maybe fantasy anime, isekai, that's yeah. just, it's so common at that point, given the amount that they've watched, that it's just like, yes, whatever. It's fine. To me, it's just, it's, it's always comes down to, and it, again, it's the same for the other two we talked about already. It, it comes down to how it's portrayed. And I think this one, though, is much more challenging. Because... There is only one show that I can think of that, like, I am A-OK with it. And that is Vinland Saga. Because it is a historical piece, right. first and it's foremost. Yeah, Viking era, right? It's, Correct. It's, yeah. yeah, so it's it's one of those things that this was with the times. This is kind of a historical piece. We're going to tell it as it was, don't like it's not necessarily like it's not a good thing they don't portray it as a good thing but they can't ignore that it was there for liking lifestyle and that's why i think like for me that is like the only show for me where i'm like okay i get it and why it's in this show i may not like uh, you know we don't like it i don't like it but it's there and it's portrayed really well because of the historical accuracy Right. And I don't it's still hard to watch, but it's I don't know. In my opinion, it's the best one with it to watch because of how well they handle the subject matter of just like historical accuracy. Yeah. And I can see that I, I someone not watching Vinland Saga. I mean, that makes sense to me. If it's a, if you're doing a historical piece, obviously, there's going to be 
pieces to it that are in today's day and age might not be viewed as acceptable, but it's, it's something that is accurate to the time. So it just, it always comes down to how you're going to portray it and how you're going to bring it across in your, you know, in the medium. Um, for Mishoko Tensei, because this is the one that's most fresh in my mind, in the, the last episode, they, the way that it's discussed was just so strange. Nonchalant. Yes. And, and again, I had a real issue with it, but it's just something to where once you see it play out and once you like get past it, you sort of do an analysis afterwards and you're like, okay, what are my actual thoughts? Cause you, with, with topics like these, you always have like an immediate reaction, right? It's just like, it's not something that you think of. It's it's just your first thoughts, your first emotions that come out when you see something like suicide or incest or slavery or whatever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And my first reaction when they're just like, let's go get a slave. I was like, excuse me? That's we're going to have to probably rethink the next few episodes a little bit because I don't like the sound of that. But as it went out and when they when they went to the market and they were talking to the I don't even know what you'd call him, the dickhead that was the one in control of all the the traitor, whatever. Yeah, like, we'll just call like him the asshole. Name for it, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, the asshole. Call him asshole. That's fine. Yeah, it it was it just continued too where it was like the manner of all the characters were just like this is just kind of an everyday thing yeah but you could see on on rudius's face who's the the main character the the guy who got isekai'd went into rudy um mm-hmm. and it's going through him like you can tell that he's kind of struggling with it but still, like, he knows. Like, he was like, yeah, okay, let's go down to the slave market and find someone that can teach this dude how to make figurines. And they have to be of this age, and they have to, you know, be able to be quick with their fingers and stuff. And I'm like, I just, it's still, I'm still struggling. I just, I don't know. I'm st- it's, it's very hard. I don't, I, it's, it, I don't think I can get past this. But... Again, I just I have to come at it from the standpoint of like I guess it's fantasy. They're not doing it in a very poor in poor taste, right? It's not done in a manner that you look at and you're like this is like definitively like racist or sexist or whatever you want to call it. Um but it's just it's still wrong. Like you still kind of end the episode with a bad taste in your mouth even though it's like Oh, they saved this girl because she's going through, like, she was refusing to eat. She just wanted to die, but they saved her, and now they're going to make a good home for her, and yay. And you're like, okay, that's all fine and dandy, but there's still a slave market. <laughs> like, we yeah. can't gloss over that. There's got to be something done, right? Right? And you're like, no, it's just part of society. It's part of the, you know, the time period. And it's just something you, as the viewer, you're like, I just, I guess you got to get past it. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. know. And it also didn't help that when they first get to the market, it's like you had two grown adults, butt ass naked and of a certain skin color. And it was just like, really? And they were used, they, the, the, the traitor, the ass, sorry, excuse me, the asshole 
was like, oh, you don't want these two. These 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 are made for wars and fighting. Yeah, it was just it was just one of those things. It's like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Why? I, Mushoko Tensei in its now two well season and a half because it's not complete with its full second season yet um has definitely stretched the the book in terms of like how far can we go before people start pushing back against it the bar of acceptability yes perfectly worded like it, it they seem to take on different tropes different topics different themes to an extent and then kind of push the envelope just a little bit further just to, to see sort of a litmus test of like how far can we go before we start getting backlash yep and because, i will say like having read a bit past where we're at in the show now there is like almost next to no emphasis on slaves or slavery or the slave market it was just like needing meeting the need of this one yeah particular conundrum they were in which i wish they just wouldn't have done like just done away with it to begin with find a find a young up-and-coming student you know fucking there's gotta be do something there's there's, anything but (laughs) but yeah i think that i mean between that and then i mean even rudius being a 30 year old man in a boy's body having sex with a 15 year old, like granted, sure. Rudy might be 15 and he's having sex with somebody his age. He's still 30, 40 years old in that, like in his mind. Yep. Well, and then mention, and then add on top of that, that it's like his cousin. Yep. It's cousin. So we're, we're diving into so the you're incest just, you're piece. Just, yep. You're yeah. just kind of doing the grooming piece, the incest piece. And, now we're at slavery, so it's just like yeah. The story can only be so good before you're just like, all right, I've had enough of just these tropes and these really bad taboo topics that I just I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, Mashoko Tensei as a whole is is fantastically written. It's it's well, doc, like it, it it portrays well as an anime too, but you can't forget and you can't gloss over some of the events that have taken place so far, which I mean, in, in truthfulness, coming from someone who thoroughly enjoys it, it could put a damper on how I view the rest of the season. Yeah. And the, and the show as a whole, it's just, it's, it's bringing up these topics is always, is always touchy. We've already mentioned that a number of times. And you have to do it in an appropriate manner. And I just, it, some of them that have been brought to light by Mashoko Tensei have, in my opinion, not come across in the most appropriate way. And it's kind of a shame because, like we were just talking about, you don't really need to have this whole slave market episode to find a young student who can train a pervy dude to make figures. Yep. You just, it's just sort of an add in to be like, I, I I don't know, a placeholder for them to be like, you know what? What's the easiest out? Let's just do it this way. Maybe we can tie it back later. Who knows? It's just, it's still very unsettling. And again, then the whole nonchalantness of it all, like you had mentioned before where they're just like, yeah, Oh, why didn't we think of this on our break when we have time off? Let's just go hit up the slave market. Everyone's doing yep. it. Come on. We'll yeah, be there. It... We'll pop there. We'll get some lunch afterwards, get some grub. You know? I'm like, uh, it's very off putting for us. I feel, I, I don't know how, you know, uh, Japan's like kind of market and culture talks about it or, you know, let alone views that type of thing but i know transferring that to western culture just it's a bit icky to to watch yeah in general just even if it i know that there are the people who are like it's just fantasy get over it. it's like i i don't care like yeah, fantasy it's... or not like i don't want to fantasize about that that's not what you know we fantasize as there's select few i'm sure that do but they're also fucking idiots 
Yeah. They're also living in their fucking parents' basement that will never leave. <laughs> because they've got no social fucking cues to save their goddamn worthless souls. Yeah. So. And and again, like, in, in, the, in the instance of Mashoko Tensei, at, at least for the scene that we saw, we don't know what the situation is for everyone, so I'm not going to make assumptions. Um, yep. But, like, the way that they kind of get, they they skate by to be like, it's not that bad. Uh, her dad or her parents are just shitheads and got into debt and they sold us her. This is normal. It's not like we invaded an area and then just took everyone. Pillage and plunder. Right. Yeah. It's uh, they're like, it's not like that. You know, we were, we, we bought her basically. We paid off their debt and now we own a human. What's so wrong with that? It's yeah. I I feel like that part was sort of their the cop out of like the don't 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 worry. It's it's not like we kidnapped this little girl. We 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 bought her yeah. fair and square. We have got a contract. I'm like still doesn't still make not it sure. Yeah, the last right. um, I think the last one, and, and maybe you have another one. I don't know. No, um, no, I'm I'm yeah, all tapped out. Oh, my brain is fucking exploded by this point. I'm yeah. like, I'm watching just like my screen, like, ah, gray. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, truthfully, this one kind of goes into other ones. So maybe we can just leave it at, at the, our, our last one on slavery. But um, I was going to mention just like the, I, truthfully, I don't even want to say I know. I, I think I know where you're going with this. The R. Yeah. Huh, yeah. Thank you. Because you. you you had messaged me like, hey, these are the tropes. Um, yeah, the R the R A P E. I I don't want to say we're not going to say it. Yeah, that that one's a very 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 poor poor subject that should never ever ever, in, again in my opinion, never ever ever be something that's used in an anime. Um, I don't care the situation. I don't care the context. I really don't find that to be ever appropriate. Um, yep. No matter There's... how you you make it come across, I just it's, yeah yeah. And there's an uh, there's an a show that I will absolutely go to bat for at least for this season season three of Sao. Season three of Sao is phenomenal, but they do have one scene of where two very small minor characters are going to commit that act, and in order for it to be stopped, the because they are nobles, you can't go against nobles in that world that they're in because it, for all intents and purposes it is a, a different world uh basically one of the kirito's character and another character who's in that world who is like another without giving it away just another character in that world they break basically the code of that world that like they're physical characters are coded and they break that code in order to rebel against it and it's just one of those things it's like couldn't we have figured a different way out of doing this? Because, like, it was literally right, like, people were naked. It was about to happen. It was like, this feels really wrong on multiple levels. I don't know why we couldn't have handled this different. Other than this one scene, this season's fantastic. But, like, I, I guess they did it just for the dramatics of, like, it, you know, just for the dramatics. It's just a show... It's a it's a thing that did not need to happen, and I don't think it's a thing that needs to happen in really any anime. The only thing that I'm like is else is coming to mind that I'm just like, what in what circumstance would it be a okay to like present this? And I'm thinking the only thing that I can think of right now off the top of my head is like Perfect Blue, and that is where they are dealing with a serial stalker. And presenting like a character as a stalker. Is it okay? No. No, it's not. They're showing that it's not okay, but also it's just very icky. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. like No, no, I, I and I'm completely on board I, with you too. Fun I mean, funnily enough, I you can correct me if I'm wrong too, but I think Mushoko Tensei might actually check off all of our boxes. Because I, I not it's not so much R as as opposed to M. O L E S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, with the King and Roxy, or the Prince and Roxy, excuse me. Yeah, that's. Um, I forgot all about that. Yeah, 
There's yeah. a whole sequence with a, a character and Roxy, who's Rudius's teacher, because um, she goes off to a kingdom to help train a prince, and the prince just basically wants to keep his hands all over her, and she can't do anything about it, and it's it's completely inappropriate. Again, not necessary either. Um, to my knowledge, it just, it's not in Bungo Stray Dogs, so... Yeah, it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> no bingo. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think we should just, like, it's bad. It's Don't yeah. do it. Just if you, just no. I, so, the one thing I will mark is, I have not seen Perfect Blue. I think, Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie I, that has aged so well in the to the point where it is more... The subject matter is more prevalent and more important now than it was when it came out, which was the late 90s. Weird that the, like, God, Shatoshi Kon, like, he was born and bred, like, just what, I wish I could pick that man's brain. He's gone, unfortunately, but, like, man, I wish I could pick that man's brain because all of his movies are either fucking bizarre but great or they've aged like fine wine subject matter wise. Yeah. And that is one that is just aged so horrifically scarily well. And it, it's a it's yeah, I would say go watch it. I believe it's actually coming back to theaters if you have an Alamo uh Alamo uh near yeah, you fancy so. theater, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um but you know, I mean the only thing I was gonna comment on was that um in, in that example that you that you described in Perfect Blue, I think that is the only situation. Again, it it's it's not appropriate, but it does you know fit with how with what they want to portray. And I again, I don't think at the end of the day, kind of wrap up into the conclusion now with this. At the end of the day, I don't think any of these topics should be like on a banned list, right? They shouldn't be like, you cannot whatsoever in any situation, any circumstance talk about or portray these things in your manga or anime. And that's that I'm not here saying that what I'm here and what I'm sure Frank is here uh, on my side as well is these have to be thoroughly thought through it. They have to be topics that take a lot of time, a lot of consideration to really flesh out exactly why it's necessary to what we're what we're you know creating, uh, is there a, if is there a long term purpose to why we need this in in our in our medium, and then how are we going to do it in a manner that's not going to cause an immediate visceral reaction from the audience? Now, if you're intent, like I'm sure some some creators are if your intent is to cause that reaction you still in my mind have to do it in an appropriate manner i think perfect blue is is acceptable because it it's a stalker it's someone who would do this they would do this thing it's again it's not it's it's real world shit that that they're talking about that they're portraying right we're not we're not going to space and shooting laser guns we're not traveling back in time to do some weird fucked up isekai bullshit. Like this is this is stuff that takes place in our everyday life. And I don't think it's appropriate for us to like cower and shy away from it. But it still needs to be done in in an effective and appropriate manner. I think that is the 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 tightrope that a lot of these creators have to walk when it comes to inputting the these topics into their 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 creations. On a lighthearted note before we say goodbye, it is not Perfect Blue that is coming back to Alamo Drafthouse. It is The Night of Short Walk-On Girl, which is a phenomenal movie, and I cannot wait to see it on the big screen. Well, thank you for that that upbeat note, but we appreciate you all for dealing with all of these challenging topics. Let us know what your opinions are, too. We'd love to hear from you, as always. What's your least favorite trope? Yeah, what's your least favorite trope? Mine is incest. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to try to think it's of a, some other stupid, for sure. stupid... It's the most I, prevalent for sure. But... I just... I, I can't stand the brother-sister complex stuff. It doesn't. It's not even that it gives me the ick anymore. It just frustrates me. 
I'm like, you're just such an annoying piece of shit. Like, even Yuri, I'm so sick of him. The moment I saw him scream across the page in the manga, and I was like, who's this? And it's just sister complex basically written on his face i'm like oh joy i can't I wait you're to talking hate about you. the newest chapter of spy family well that and when he initially gets shown too yeah like, ooh, he's so mysterious and foreboding and oh my gosh he's he's your sister or yours brother and then you finally actually see him and you're like oh he's that fucking freak cool joy yeah so much they are fun generally some of the most annoying characters in the anime let us know who you hate the most <laughs> that has a brother <laughs> and or sister Breyer, or the guy from black clover <laughs> oh man yeah but we would love to hear from you as always reach out to us at our discord you can find that on our x i guess that's still a thing right it's x i think if you just twitter. go to twitter.com it'll just put it'll just redirect x. you yeah I, we'll see how long X lasts. But yeah, go to our Twitter. You can also find our link tree there with all of our le- other wonderful and amazing links like to our YouTube, our TikTok, and our Instagram where we try, emphasis on try, to post content every day. As always, we love you. We can't wait to see you again. We're going to be off next week. I should just give an update too. I will not be around next week as well. Bakabites will be taking a week off just as a heads up. But until then... We'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Toodaloo. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Baka! Baka na no.